Well, hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We're on a new series, week two of a series, 10 questions to ask yourself as a leader. The series comes out of the first chapter of Dudley's manual, Leading the Church, all the way back uh, from 1989. And uh, we're asking 10 questions over 10 weeks. And the question, the second question we're asking today is this question, are you a ruler? Now, if we look in the Old Testament, Numbers 27 verse 16, Moses said this, appoint a man over this community. That's strong language. That's rulership type of language. In 1 Timothy 5 verse 17, Paul writing to Timothy, he said, the elders who direct the affairs of the church well. That sense of directing, having oversight, that's a rulership word. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 12, it says, Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Do you hear those different words? These are strong leadership words who are over you, who admonish you, who direct the affairs of the church. There are times for encouragement, times for coming alongside, and then there's times as a biblical leader where we need to learn to exercise godly authority. Now, we're certainly not advocating dictatorship, but at the same time, we're rejecting democracy. What does it mean to walk this tension of exercising godly authority? Now, have a listen to what Paul said when Timothy was in Ephesus, trying to lead the church then. Listen to the language that Paul used when he was instructing Timothy. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 17 and 18, when he had to deal with the rich folk in the church, and it says, Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Verse 18, command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds and be generous and willing to share. I mean, Paul was expecting young Timothy to face some of the prominent wealthy business people in the church and command them. That's strong language, but that's a picture of biblical leadership at work. Question is, are you a ruler? So, biblical leaders need to know how to rule, but to do it in a godly way. Let's have a look at a couple of ways. What does it look like for us as biblical leaders to exercise such authority? Number one, in order to exercise authority, you must be under authority. We've spoken about this many times in the past. Jesus modeled this incredibly. Remember, there's a chain of authority that flows from God through Christ to leaders. And we need to, if we want to walk in authority, if we want to exercise rulership, we have to be under the rulership of God. Jesus modeled it amazingly well. A couple of examples, John 5 verse 30, Jesus said, by myself, I can do nothing. Isn't that amazing? This is Jesus, the son of God. He said, I judge only as I hear and my judge Judgment is just, for I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. Jesus lived this life sent from the Father. He knew he was under the authority of the Father so he could go in authority. In John 5 verse 19, Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his Father doing because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. Isn't that amazing? That incredible sense of being under the Father's authority and that's what gave him authority. Matthew 26 verses 39, when at times you feel like, even Jesus, do, do I have to submit? Listen to what it says. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My Father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken from me yet, not as I will, but as you will. Jesus demonstrating the source of his authority was knowing he's in the center of the Father's will under his authority. So, a biblical leader should never be ruling over others if he is not under the rulership of God. Second point we want to look at, number two, is you must not be afraid to exercise 
your authority. Now, it is intimidating at times when you're up against prominent people or opposition. Biblical leaders are called not to give in to fear, but to step up and exercise that authority. 1 Thessalonians 5.12, who admonish you. There will be times as a leader when you're called not to be Mr. Popular, but to admonish, to step in and face conflict and confrontation. 2 Timothy 4 verse 2, correct, rebuke, and encourage. Encouraging is the easy part. I love that. Correcting and rebuking is not easy, but it is an exercising of authority. You never keep the peace by letting things slide. It only gets worse. Let me say that again. For To me, this is such a powerful statement. You never keep the peace by letting things slide. It only gets worse. If boundaries are slipping, if you're allowing, if you're tolerating things that shouldn't be tolerated, it never results in good. It always gets worse. That's the time to command. A biblical leader does not let fear keep them from exercising godly government. Third point, ruling demands commanding from time to time. In Isaiah 55 verse 4, see, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Exercising rulership means commanding from time to time. It shouldn't be the default. It shouldn't be the norm. We should be those who encourage and strengthen. Yet, it also should have a place in our lives. If you're never commanding, the question is, are you really leading? When God says something through a leader, it's more than a suggestion, it's a command. Moses commanded, Jesus commanded, Paul commanded, Peter commanded. A biblical leader knows when to suggest and when to command. And then fourth point, final point, is God expects obedience. And so should we. If God has given us authority, we should expect that people will respond and obey when we are called to command. Hebrews 13 verse 17, Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account do this so that their work will be a joy and not a burden for that would be of no benefit to you. God commands the people that we lead, that we've been given authority over, to submit to that authority. We cannot get the sheep's permission to do things. In other words, referring to committees and no, no, we called to rule, but to do it in a godly way. We should, are wise to get their perspective. A biblical leader should expect obedience from the people they lead. So let me leave you just personally as an introvert and, and reluctant leader. This is a challenging question for me. Are you a ruler? I prefer the encouraging and coaching. And yet, when I know that God has spoken, when I know that this is from God's word, when I know that this is something that, that I've prayed about, then I find it much easier to exercise authority and command when I know I'm doing it from God's word and with his backing. And so if you're struggling in this area, if you're timid, make sure you've heard God. Make sure it's in his word and then his authority can flow through you. The aspect of not letting things slide for me is one of the greatest challenges. When boundaries start sliding, that's the time for commanding. Don't allow, don't tolerate things that you know are wrong. Step up and lead. So question is, are you a ruler? Maybe like me, this is an area of leadership that you need to grow in. Where are you seeing boundaries slip that need some rulership? I hope that helps. I hope that challenges. Next week's another challenging one. We're going to look at the question, are you an example? So hope to see you again then. May the Lord bless you and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership, where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.